0: And we're back. Another episode of Startup Hustle. Matt DeCourcy here with Jenny Colzer. He'll be sitting in for Matt Watson today. Hi, Jenny. Hi, Matt. Hi, Jenny with an I, I should say. Yeah,
1: Jenny with an I. It's important, the I.
0: So we're going to talk about some stuff today. And we literally kicked Watson out because we're going to talk about marketing. (laughs) And he knows a lot about marketing, but he... It bores him. Well, yeah, because he's not like a sales and marketing guy at heart. And, you know, I am, or gal... He's not a sales and marketing person in heart. He's, oh. he's all right at it. See, but, I feel
1: like he needs to be here so I can convince him of its importance. Yeah, he
0: not understands no. the importance of it. <laughs> it's <laughs> understanding the importance of it and having an interest in it. Uh, two different things. Different. Yeah. <laughs> so this is actually right in my wheelhouse. This is stuff I love to talk about. And to introduce you to our friends and followers, you are the CEO of Cherry Marketing Agency.
1: That is correct.
0: And for those of you that are listening, because we love you to have an interactive experience, you can go to cherryredworld.com. That's right. There you go. Come see a
1: picture of me and the stuff we do. and
0: Yeah. Lots and, of fun and stuff. We, and we turned the Startup Hustle sign red to go with cherry okay. and everything. So we're going to get into a lot of stuff. But today, look, I, I always talk about be brilliant on the basics. Um, you know, sometimes people get into a long history of doing whatever they do and they're like oh yeah I don't, you know i know all this and i know all that i don't think you can ever really revisit the basics yeah like the basic stuff like in the end if you start to suck at the basics then it, i mean nothing else really matters so um, you know, we're in this golden age of of like all this crazy AI, machine learning, blah 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 blah. I don't want to hear about your AB comparison algorithms and whatever because <laughs> if you're not good on the most basic stuff, that's right. the rest is pointless. That's right. So we're here to help startups, we're here to help business and really what we want to do is we want to help you sell more and spend less. So you know a couple of things about this, right? A
1: little bit, a little bit. Yeah. So we actually, we focus on launching businesses and small businesses. And we do that because there was this kind of this gap um, where there was, nobody really helping people just get off on the right foot, like in the very, very beginning when their marketing dollars are low, or maybe they have none and they're trying to launch a new business. So we, we focus a lot on, um, on building the foundation, like you were just talking about. Mm -hmm. And we do that using the marketing tackle box, which we'll get to here in a second. Um, but we also do what we call a marketing makeover. And that is after, you know, maybe you've been in business three or four years and you just threw it together and it went great and you've got, you know, lots of clients, but now you have to kind of look back and go, oh crap, I don't have a freaking website. My logo doesn't say anything about me. Um, my tagline is something that's super simplistic and, you know, doesn't tell a story and, you know, you kind of got to go back to, to ground one, And but,
0: sometimes things just change, right? I mean, things true. literally just change. Um, I mean, that happens a lot right and and sometimes the things that you set up in the beginning of starting a business you do hastily and you do so right. in a way that you, you know not knowing you don't obviously didn't know then what you know now couple that with things changing maybe the definition of your business is a little bit different mm-hmm. and a lot of this and there's so many things out there so you talk about a tackle box and i think yeah. that's a really good analogy because i often compare sales and marketing to fishing right throw a lot of lines out in the sea see what bites right
1: right but it's got to be in the right spot it's got to be with the right tools true and um my dad and my grandfather my great-grandfather were all fishermen and they would say jen you can't you can't catch anything if you don't have the right you know you're not using the right flicker shad
0: or whatever and so i don't even know what that means (laughs) man i'm glad we marked this explicit man
1: um, yeah. So, so <laughs> when I was putting together my program, I thought, oh, my gosh, it makes so much sense to use a tackle box because, you know, essentially I've never met a client that was like, oh, no, I don't want any more clients.
0: Well, the purpose of a tackle box <laughs> is to carry all the different things you need for and to have them readily and easily available on hand at the time that you need them. That's right. Um, That's some right. of them are staples. now. And even though you, so you made the mistake earlier of handing me your list. So, and I'm going to say <laughs> that, that so many of the things that are on here are right, now, and and don't get mad at me. Well, These aren't, these aren't necessarily like proprietary things, no. but agencies like Jenny's and, and people like Jenny are good at helping you not miss these things make sure they're in your tackle box yeah. and all right so i'm fully immersed in this world of technology and um it's funny because i'm different i'm not like i'm i i guess i'm a technologist but i'm not because i'm a salesperson i'm a promoter um, most people say that they say oh you're a promoter you're great at promoting full scale or you're or the startup hustle podcast or stuff like that so what do you do and i say man i, I you, what you mentioned about starting, I, I am a huge grassroots marketer. Yeah. Like I don't really spend any money on ads. Right. I really don't. Now we spend some money on some other stuff that, but I don't really spend a whole lot of money on ads. And and that baffles some people because they're spending like tens of thousands of dollars, like right. this massive customer acquisition cost. And the thing is, is like, and some of them I talk to and they're so, well, what do you think I should do? So I'll give you an example. Um, So for those of you listening to Startup Hustle, first off, thank you. Second off, we have like, I mean, talking tons of downloads and it's not And until about a month ago, we had never bought an ad. And then we just did some simple Instagram ads, not even for a whole lot. But in order to get the podcast started in December of 2017, I, I joined a bunch of entrepreneur groups all over the world. And I just posted a link to our first five episodes in that alone right there gave me enough traction, gave us enough traction to build a listen a listening base. And that didn't cost me anything. Right. It's free. Isn't it was that free. amazing? I just had to take a little bit of my time and I didn't spam it. And I went in with a very constructive, you know, frame of reference. And I said, Hey, I'd love to have your feedback. Yeah. And, but that was free. And that's, right. there's literally like a whole world of free,
1: totally. Yeah. And we work in that world, especially yep. when we work with you know new new clients. And when when it comes to the tackle box, we look at all these things. And like you said, it's grass, it's basic, it's what you have to have. But we look at it as okay, these are all opportunities to be creative yep. and cost efficient at the same
0: time. Or maybe take a mild dose of creativity and put a little effort on top of it.
1: Right. Well, you're a bootstrapper, right? Isn't I mean, that how you got I, your start?
0: Yeah. I mean, really in the end, I mean, I still am. It's just like, cause I think some of this stuff is just, I mean, it's a, the, it's a very connected world out there. I mean, there's yeah. people, there's people that are listening or watching and doing different stuff, but at the same time, you have to come proper. Cause if you don't, just, it's just, you're just yawn, you're a uh, noise that people are, you. I mean, or you get blocked or unfollowed or no <laughs> right. shit. just because right. you got to have something to say. So anyway, let, right. let's go fishing. Okay.
1: Sweet. All right, let's so, do
0: it. So I see here in the tackle box that you have four different things, and these are color-coded. Yeah. So we have a blue and an orange and a red and another kind of blue. Yeah, the Am first color blue blind, was supposed to be green. Okay, I, see. I don't
1: think my printer does that color of green that's in the blue. Well,
0: that's okay, because fortunately...
1: I sent it to a here, print on the, shop.
0: here on the podcast, they can't see any of it. And it's got some really cool, like fish head lures. And this looks really official. Like, Thank you. Yeah. Yeah. And it says cherryredworld.com on the bottom. So yeah. you can go visit that and learn more. But so I see we have lures, reels, lines, and sweet spots. That's right. That's right. So, And these are all, and then below it, we have some different things that are on this tackle box. And I think we can define those along the way. Is that fair?
1: Yeah. So it's meant to be a checklist. Yeah. And, you know, people say, well, why do I need, you know, the things on the checklist? Well, if you you look back at the color coding pieces at the top, you'll see, oh, okay, that's part of what's going to sell your product. And so it actually helps kind of educate Mm -hmm. people as they go through the tackle box and figure things out. I really
0: like that you have color coded these actually, because it would be easy to like make. This this checklist and then say, um, okay, like like here, like the term lure is meant you have that defined as sparking interest. Mm-hmm. I want to lure you into listening to what I have to say.
1: That's right. Yeah. That's right.
0: I yeah. got you to come in here today, right? I know. That was a lure ago. It was a lure. I loved it. And so the real, um, you know, defining that as what will sell your product. So, like, and then, and hopefully, I'm not stealing all your thunder here. No. The line is a way to, way to contact your audience mm-hmm. and the sweet spot is where to find the fish. That's right. Yep.
1: So all, the, all,
0: all well the, defined. And I love the, I love, you. I love the comparison here because it's very easy to kind of get that.
1: Yeah. And, and typically when I'm working with a, with a launch client or a brand new business, they know how to do whatever it is their business says. So they, I'm kind of like, well, you know, I get that you don't understand what these things mean or why you need a brand definition or whatever. And so this kind of helps explain it.
0: Some of it too, that I think that's important. And we're talking about marketing tips once again is to like, to get everyone on the same page, mm-hmm. you know? And so I'll let you lead in the first column here under yeah. as a real as the pretty much where we've got to start our foundation and that is the brand definition that's right that's right so you know how many people can't define like their brand and i want to hear what your definition of brand definition is Okay. Like, we
1: can do that yeah, for sure. Yeah. So, I mean, I think that a lot of people, you're right. They don't, they, they cannot define their brand. What makes it different? um, You know, what sets them apart and, and truly who they are. Your brand definition should have a little bit of a story involved. As marketers, we're storytellers. That's what we're best at or it's what we should be best at. And so, you know, how do you define, you know, who you are as a person Um, i always look at brand definition there's actually i think there's two places you can go with brand definition there's internal and external and if they're working together so internal would be the people that work at your business how would they define you know like if somebody says where do you work and that person says i work at x Um, i work at sprint well what do you do at sprint well we sell phones Or, you know, maybe we have the biggest network. What is the
0: definition? What did you say? Um, And and so it's easy to think that everyone would just intuitively know that they won't. They won't define it. Just define, control the narrative. That's right. (laughs) At your business, like make it pretty clear, like upfront, because people inherently are not good at this. Right. I don't mean brand definition. I mean this whole freaking list. (laughs) Like, inherently, aren't that great at it. So, and the thing too is, right. So, was there a second part? So, you have the external. So,
1: we have the internal. So, the people that work there, what are they saying about it? And then, Mm -hmm. external, if you do, we do a lot of research and we find out what other people think about your business. And if those definitions are totally. They don't meet or mix or match, um, then we're not doing something right, right? So yeah. we need to go back, define the brand, and then that leads into some of these other things too.
0: So, all right. So when you first, if you're talking about starting new businesses, and um, it, I think that it's perfectly normal in the beginning for you to have a overly verbose brand definition. Like I think that happens a lot. It's and, normal, but but the goal should be to like really refine it and and make it short. So I, you know, I go out and I talk to a lot of. I do a lot. I'm a, I'm out. I'm I'm around. You can find me in Kansas City at a whole lot of different things. Right. And obviously, when you're at some event for entrepreneurs or business, and it's very common, what do you do? And you know, nothing <laughs> drives me nuts more than when I'm on like the third minute of listening, you try to explain <laughs> what your business does, and right. then, so you got to really like get it down, short, sweet. Like we help, like full scale. We help you build a team of remote developers make it fast and easy. Right. Cause is that simple, you know? And so then if that, if when you're talking to someone, tell me more yeah. now, you can have, now you can, now you have a now license dive to talk a little. little bit more, yeah. you know? So like, but, with your brand definition, it's got keep it precise.
1: That's right, and you know people talk about elevator pitches all the time.
0: We and, save you money. That can be your brand definition <laughs> in some work. regard. Like I'm just saying, like that is better than like blah 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 blah, right. blah 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 blah.
1: And I think it's natural when you start a business to to start off really really wide, like oh no, we do everything for everyone, right. and just come on in and we'll help you. But um, that doesn't help you sell anything, right? doesn't lead into any of these other bits and it doesn't, it doesn't help you, um, get new clients.
0: So big mistake that people make when it comes to sales in general, marketing as well is, all right, look, people only care about the benefits uh, that your business or product or whatever it is you do offer. They don't care about your features, right? Okay, Features are uh, on the path to benefits. So benefit based selling is what is going to make you sell stuff. Like I, I jokingly said, we save you money. Um, that's way better than saying, we have a blah, 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 way to do this and do that. And blah, <laughs> blah, 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 blah. Well, what does that do? That saves me money. Okay. That's a good place to start. You got my attention right. with, I save you money. Um, I always tell people like, if you can explain quickly how you can help someone sell more, spend less, or do both, you'll win.
1: That's exactly Good right. Good brand definition, right? Yes, okay. that's wonderful. Well, and if when, when people come, if if you can draw somebody out to ask you a question based on what your brand definition right. is, right, then you're winning, right? right? Tell so, me more. Because so, if the person runs the other way, then you're, you
0: know, well, or if then you, it's too or long. If or if you or numb them. Like, I right. mean, so let's be realistic. Like most people that are entrepreneurs, especially if you get in front of these like type A personalities, like. I'm just, and I'm not trying to sound shitty here, but if you have 10% of my attention, you did pretty well. (laughs) I just, that's just, I got, I just, my head's a mess like that. So you got to be precise and you got to, you know, it's, it's a really short, the world has a really short attention span. Yeah, and you have seconds and getting shorter. Yeah, oh, it's, it's getting shorter, wait, right? Wait, what? Yeah, I know. Uh, I can I go next? Yeah. Okay, wait. So that was a real. The brand definition is in. Is, that's in the real. So that will help you sell your product, right? Um, and that brand definition is is like also like what do you do? Like, so I'm going to keep using full scale because it's just easy. Like sure. we, really with scale, like full scale, like we can help you get your team to that full scale that you need to, and that you know, like that made sense now. does it make sense to everyone? I don't know. People ask me all the time. They're like full scale. What does it do? I'm like, I might need to define my brand better. (laughs) Okay. So next in line is, is a line, which is a way to contact your audience. And that will be your social media or online presence. Mm -hmm. Okay. Um,
1: that's like a big one in a little tiny checkbox.
0: Yeah, it is. And I I think too many, well, a lot of people don't get it. Um, and there's a lot of different ways. So like, if you want to check out, The podcast, go to at Startup Hustle Podcasts on Instagram, and we post pictures. Our our show producer was just in here taking pictures of us. You can see our beautiful red sign. You can see what Jenny looks like. You can see what I look like. You can watch us on YouTube. We're all over, (laughs) man. So that's the whole point. But if you don't look like you're in the business of doing whatever you say you do, you lose credibility in a hurry. That's true. And. You know, it's funny you mentioned so. you earlier said now and you're down the road and you don't have a website, how do you even get down the road without a website? Right. And so with that, I'm actually going to bundle the next one in because I think they go together. Is that fair? They, so no, the, they next, do. One, the yeah. next one in line is website and right. these things kind of tie together. And that's why I wanted to, to include that. So, you know, your website uh, tells the story of what you do. It needs to back, going back to that, the TLDR, too long, didn't read. Like, don't be overly verbose. Like, tell me what you do right away. That's right. You know, like like we say that on the full scale side. It's like you build remote development teams faster, fast and affordable. Right. And, you know, because that's it. That's what people are looking at. But with the social media and the online presence, like you got to make it look pro- Um, this, this day and age of having 900 pages on your website is over.
1: Right. That's correct. we
0: hardly ever build any website more than eight pages. Yeah. I mean, that's, and that's even sounds like a lot, like on some levels it can be. So, you know, and then keep in mind, uh, the world is scrolling past you. (laughs) Right. So that's where that short and sweet message occurs. Um, some other things too, you know, when it comes to your online presence, um, do do me a favor and the rest of the world and keep your, keep your personal opinions out of your business. Like you're not doing your, I'm just being honest with you. You're not not doing yourself any favors. Like, no, I mean, it's being honest. Like, I mean, I, we all have opinions. There's some phrases and sayings about that, but really in the (laughs) end, like if you, you, you can do a lot of damage and harm to your, to your online presence and your reputation and like, I mean, here's the thing is that the idea that anybody has the exact same feelings that you do about religion, sex, or politics is wrong. So those are, those are things that I generally try to always steer away from. Right. Not only in the workplace, but like online.
1: We always say that an online presence is also something that you would manage. Like in a business, are you going to manage your finances? Yes. Yeah. You're going to know exactly what they are. Hopefully, you're going to be watching them trend up or down your online presence is exactly the same thing. Yeah. It's not something you throw to the wind and go, ah, well, we'll see what happens later. I don't know. And, and whatever. With,
0: and with it, you know, we're talking about tips as well. Like, um, you, your postings are only going to get noticed if they're, if they're either creating some value. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Or you're entertaining, you're educating, you're helping someone get what they want. Like right. you gotta be really selfless about it. Like there's so many people and, and maybe I'm one of these people to someone else, but you know, like, I mean, you're just, you'll wear people out. You numb people to your message um, and that can happen pretty easily. So be aware of it. And then yeah. next in line, we have
1: messaging.
0: Wow. Yay. Wow. That's what, did you see how we did that? Baby? It,
1: it was pretty good. Yeah. Yeah.
0: So, and go, <laughs> that was, I mean, that's what we're talking about, but what are your, what's your input on that one?
1: So with messaging, you know, it falls out of your brand definition, but messaging is like what you want people to know about what you, what it is you do, what you sell. And most importantly of all the story, like it can be a short story. It can be two sentences long, but there's still got to be a story. Like my marketing taco box has a story. My grandfather, my father, my right? That's Um, my story. And that was the message that I gave you. And you
0: know what? This is presented well enough that I get it without needing to hear the story too, which is part of messaging. Like, it's great if you want to tell me the story, but I get this. Like I look at it and I'm like, oh, I get it. That makes sense.
1: Yeah. Your pictures, the things that you put out there, they they have to tell that story um, to the right people, right? So Mm -hmm. also when you're thinking about messaging, you got to think about who's going to read it and who's going to care. Yeah. Right. Um, I'm, I have a client right now that's selling granite countertops. We message to women alone. I'm not saying men don't buy countertops cause Dude, they do.
0: I mean, but yeah, but really like I it's mean, women. Yeah, I get it. And and that's smart. Like it's okay. <laughs> so like if a man
1: were to read the messaging that we put out there, they would be like, blah, blah, whatever. Well, and I'm, I'm, la-
0: I'm laughing. Cause there's always so much commotion and chaos about, you know, like, I don't know, like, Hey, in marketing, you want to be targeted, like <laughs> right? you really do. Yeah, like, I mean, and, and and you really do. So, I mean, if that if that who it, who is your message intended to be heard by, or who is it right. best heard by? And so, I have this term when it comes to messaging, and I and I use this a lot. I I consider myself an expert at fact shaping. Oh, okay? fact, I like that fact shaping it by some this is not fake news. This is not bullshit. This is not a lie. This is nothing other than your real, genuine, straight up message. There's an infinite number of ways that you can say, present, or convey any message. That means that many of them have to be much, 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 much better than others. That's so, right. so you, so give that some thought and this is something, this isn't, this is not a right or wrong answer. It is an evolutionary process to the way you deliver your message and keep shortening it, keep making it more precise, That's right. understand, Concise. understand that different personality types will, will absorb that message differently. Yes. I mentioned earlier, like it's hard to get my attention because I'm type A, I'm driven. I just don't slow down a whole lot. You have like seconds. Otherwise, I'm literally in my head going, stop talking. Right, I've got to go do something else. That's my mind. That was my mind right now. Yeah. Not to you, but I say (laughs) to other people like, because, but get to the point. Now, if you have someone that's introverted and quiet, Actually, those people do like to hear the details. They want to hear more about how the sausage is made.
1: Yeah. I and s- if that's your target audience, great. Let's talk about the sausage and so how shape, it's made. Yep, and-
0: shape your facts and shape your message accordingly.
1: And know where it's going.
0: Yeah. So this next one is, I've, okay. I have made one. <laughs> you hate I, it. No, I don't. I've okay. made, I on this <laughs> next topic, on this next one on the list, I have made at least $1 million in life from that really without a doubt
1: that's with, so awesome
0: without a doubt and it's the blog yeah so oh man i got a lot of history with the blog um, and and this is where watson if we should almost like go find him because he's even better at this than i am so stackify's blog gets over a million visits a month That's
1: fantastic.
0: Think about that. For free. Wow. For free. So you talk it now. Right. Now Matt and I have a slightly different approach, but even some of my own software platforms are fully driven by nothing other than content marketing, and that's the blog. Mm -hmm. Um, People talk about content marketing a lot. Now this is the definition of phishing. Cause you cannot do two articles and go, my content marketing didn't work. That is not how it works, <laughs> people. It has it to be steady, it has to be regular, and Consistent. it has to be of quality. That's right. So you have two ways to approach your blog marketing. You can be very you can basically be very in-depth. And I'm talking like lengthy, well thought out, well crafted, well constructed, infographic included type articles. And those will work for certain approaches. And then you have the long tail approach, which is what I like to do. And I, I'm trying to get those things that, that I have a lot of articles, mm-hmm. but I'm trying to get the ones that I know I'm going to win on low volume.
1: Oh, so nice. I have a
0: high volume of low volume, <laughs> of low volume search terms. Right. But there's something to be said about being first. In those regards, so the blog is is important. Um, check out the Full Scale blog if you want at FullScale.io. We do a lot of articles there. I think we, and we just got that started earlier this year. I think we, I mean, we get about fifteen hundred visits a day.
1: Nice. That's free. That's it's wonderful. Free, people, it's free. Right. Well,
0: it's not totally free. We got to write the articles, but we have a team of writers that works at Full Scale. Right. So
1: I love it. And notice notice that it's not with the social media online presence and website. It's so important that it gets its it's own checkbox. And
0: here's the thing, too, is a lot of people put a blog on their website. They publish one article and then they never come back. Don't just either do it or don't. Right. Take it off your website if you're not going to do anything All you have to it.
1: do is hide the page if you're not going to use yeah, it. Yeah, and
0: it's really easy to, like, do this stuff. And, you know, the, all right, so um, by the time this comes out, my third book will have come out. It's coming <gasps> cool. out on July 30th. Tell me.
1: what? But what's it called?
0: It's The Realist Guide to a Successful Music Career. There's a copy of it sitting right there. But here's the thing is most people don't awesome. like writing. They don't. Right. There's people that can help you. We can even, full scale even, we employ writers. I, yeah. I would imagine you know some too, like whatever. So... No. So yeah, anyway. I kicked
1: off my whole career as a writer. I used to write uh, book um, like critiques for newspapers in the Midwest.
0: <laughs> newspapers? So like, what are those? I
1: know, but the, they well, really the weren't printed. The blog
0: is the modern day newspaper. It truly is. It's, it's funny because any of the newspapers that do still publish content are really just blogs anymore. I, mean, I know. Technically, they are. They're like a website that's publishing new and relevant content. Or pay to play na- native content. Yeah. Which you know, depending on your on your target. So that was a line that's a line It's a way to contact your audience and it can be really effective but but if you're not going to produce quality and you're not going to produce some quantity over time, the likelihood that it will work is pretty minimal Dep- yeah, depending on what you yeah. want to make it do yeah I right mean, now yeah I mean you could still publish ten or fifteen Decent articles. And if, but the thing is, is Google just if you have one article, your site isn't content rich, right. you don't have a lot of horsepower, you just can be buried. That's exactly right. Yeah. Yeah. All right. You're next. Collateral.
1: So collateral is one of my, one of the things I find really fun. And I'll tell you why collateral is it, it, i'm sure you know what it means but it's you know it's like my, maybe your printed materials
0: yep we're not talking about what you leveraged against the loan that you right. got
1: right <laughs> marketing collateral yeah. so um when it comes to to a small business or a new business or somebody that's really excited and ready to go you can make a lot of meaningful inexpensive choices
0: when it comes to collateral we're we're i honestly i feel like we're really good at this we've got all kinds of stuff you one of the things you pointed out was the boxes yeah that we ship stuff out to yes i got one yeah branded well this costs a dollar 50 a box worth every penny absolutely and your books are in it and a bunch of information and stickers and great stuff yeah
1: so um by
0: the way that including the box including all that it's seven dollars for the whole kit all of it and then i mean and that's even the, the shipping label see that's perfect seven boxes cheap and that's how collateral can work for you like we
1: even did um a clear business card once for a window cleaning company it was like 10 cents more than a regular card and we rebranded them and their tagline was spotless every time so we did a spotless business card and that client has told me that that business card has got them more business than yep. anything else we did for them. The website, whatever, right? Like that one little tiny business card. So collateral you know what, is you, really important if you look at it from a really creative standpoint.
0: You know what drives me crazy is when I go places and like, especially when I'm a, like a thing related to business. And I, I always, I'm like, I ask for everybody's card because yeah. I'm going to forget who you are when I'm talking to 100 people a hundred people. And I, like, I'm going to forget who you are. So, and then people are like, well, I don't have one. How the fuck do you come to a networking event without a business card? Do you want to talk about collateral? People Kills start me. there. Marketing tip one, get have a business Just card. Just get
1: a business card. They're really inexpensive. <laughs> They're cheap. And people know who you are. Yeah. And they have amazing op- like options for business cards now. It doesn't yeah, have to be a paper so, rectangle, right?
0: So one of the things is, so, in regards to this podcast is I, I'm out doing stuff a lot and I run into people and they hear about it and they say, oh, what about it? I know if I'm gonna tell you it's Startup Hustle Podcast, you're gonna forget. So we actually talk about collateral. We made these little square cards. They have the Startup Hustle logo on one side. When you flip it over, it's got a QR code. Oh. So and and that QR code actually, when you click it, it then takes you to a simple directory. It says you want to listen on Apple, Spotify, yes. Google. Smart. You wanna watch it on YouTube and that stuff, because that's another thing too, is like where are you directing that traffic with your collateral? So in regards to collateral, you need to clearly define your brand. That's right. You need to talk about how you can, how I can find you. That's right. Um, don't over keep it simple.
1: Don't overdo it. That's right. Yeah. Um, we once did a coupon for a lady that was going to put coupons in a bag, um, with hundred other people's coupons mm. and we folded Lotus flowers cause her business is called the teal Lotus. And so when you reach into your bag, there was a 3d coupon. It cost no more money yeah. to do that. You know, so we are always c- trying to kind of figure that kind of thing out when it comes to collateral and, and ways to do, to make an inexpensive impact. Yeah. I kind of butchered that inexpensive impact. So we talk about it, that it all the time.
0: the same way the second Did not really? It it felt like I tripped over my tongue. Well, I mean, it is hanging out, but <laughs> I don't think it's that long. Not I mean, that come long. on. Okay. So, yeah. Next there. So collateral is, that's a real. it uh, can help you sell your product. Mm-hmm. Um, I mean, collateral, look, now there's some things too, though, I actually I'll kind of like, don't bore me with your pens, <laughs> do something, right? man, just do something like relevant. Or so, like
1: a trifold brochure.
0: So one of the things that I enjoyed, so when I used to work for Roland, um, yeah, it's a musical instrument manufacturer, I had these. <laughs> they gave us some swag to give away. Probably one of the most popular things I ever had, and this was a long time ago. This is when people still had flip phones and phones were a little thicker. These little foam armchairs. <laughs> they look like a little lounge chair. For and it, your was, it was for your phone? desk. So you could put your phone in it and have it be on your desk. Cute. And when you picked it up, the Roland logo was across the back of it. It was just little, it was tiny. But I have so many people ask for this. So let me tell you why that was great. Dude, it's literally sitting on someone's desk. Like right. they are staring at your brand. Um, so my books talk about books, like there's some intent there. Like you send someone a book. Well, I mean, I'm sure I've sent people books and they've thrown them away. But for the most part, There's something weird about just throwing away a book, right?
1: People don't just typically toss a book. Well,
0: I go to people's offices or go to their business. I see them sitting around like all of the all the stuff we send around. Like I go to talk to I go to our clients. They have startup hustle logos on their laptops. (laughs) They have full scale and like we made cool like like the full so one of our marketing things with full scale is we do sweet and greet which is our take on on marketing yeah they're fun right they're so fun they're different but we did a full-scale logo and it's got that like little rock fist with the two fingers that you know and it's like yeah but it looks it's something different like just do something different like even if it's loud like it's a it's a loud world so you have to be heard so with that we're going to talk about your logo now
1: oh man i know we could have a whole podcast just talking about logos.
0: We could at the same time. Like, That's, so it's important, but man, on the same level, like move on at some point, like make a decision and go it. with it. Cause here's the reality is. Can your, you come talk to my clients? Your business is about <laughs> your, okay. So if you look at certain, like, let's just say contest based design things, you know, like yes. you've seen them, they, they, they charge more for a logo than they will for a web page.
1: Which is crazy. It's because
0: people are stupid and way too particular. Now, it's important to have a good logo, but at the same time, like, you know, yes, it can be your brand identity. But for most businesses, okay, I'm looking at cherry marketing and there is a cherry inside the sea, like a little literal cherry inside the sea of cherry marketing. And it's a cool logo. And uh, past, past the cherry itself, I mean, honestly, Jenny, it's pretty simple.
1: Yeah, it is. It's fine. Yeah, it's like almost normal, like fonts you could pull off of your regular computer. Yeah. It, a, a logo doesn't have to cost you thousands of dollars. No. It doesn't have to be anything like super swanky or some famous artist. No. It needs to be recognizable and it should have something to do with what it is you're doing. That's truly and it.
0: You, and you need to give some consideration about where it's going to fit. So that's right. So in yes. things <laughs> and on website banners, on different things, you either have a circle you have a square.
1: <laughs> right. It's well, and, simple. and some, like my logo was a great example of a mark. So I have a full logo, which is what's on this, but we'll pull the C off and we call it just the C Yeah. and we'll put just the C on all kinds of stuff. Like a, yeah. like your full scale rockin' sticker. I get it. I have a just the yeah. C sticker.
0: Yeah. Mm-hmm. And that'd be good. So yeah, it works great. So for example, like the startup hustle logos round it, that was that was intentional. Cause it fits and like, it It just fits in like the little circle that is your emoji. So (laughs) logo look, and then now at the same time, you can have a good one. There's a couple logo do and don'ts. Like people also try to get overly clever. Like if you're a new business, your logo doesn't mean shit. You have no brand identity. Like, I mean, like I can see the Google G and I know what that is. Right. Or the swoosh. Yeah, I get it. You're or not the there in the FedEx. You're not there, people. You're not no. there, people. So you got to like get your name in it and make it readable. I hate recognizable. Things. I just hate it when things are I'm like, what does that say? What does that <laughs> even say? Don't yeah. be overly clever. Like, and
1: sometimes if you've got a logo and you've been in business a year and a half and you realize like you put it on the side of your car and no one can read it, it's time to just, just simplify it. Let's not take it down good. a notch. Yes. Not good.
0: Yeah. Yes. And with that. And
1: that's a lure, by the way. That actually is that color. Yeah.
0: Well, what's, then, well what's next? Because this next goes is, well with logo.
1: Yeah. It's also a lure and it's the tagline.
0: Mm. So, a tagline. You mean we want to say something about our business? Yeah.
1: Wow. I mean, it's one of those things that people like just, you know, they the, like. I once rebranded somebody called Simply the Best. Sure. And I was like, tell me what company wouldn't use that tagline? like sitting in the meeting with my clients and they were like, oh, I guess everybody uses that, right? Or everybody could. Um, Your tagline should be short. It should say something about what you are and it should be something that um, goes well with your logo. Like sometimes you add it to your logo, right? Um, So you want to think about those kinds of things. Like don't, like when I do a tagline for someone, I tell them it's going to be eight words or less. And that's eight words is kind of a lot. I prefer three or four.
0: Let me give you some themes. Better, cheaper, faster, save. Right. Improve.
1: Yeah, let's make it peace short. of
0: mind. Let's make it benefit. Concise. You know, like <laughs> I mean, these are the things. Now, at the same time, that okay, so um, for I'm I'm going to keep using full scale as an example. So, and now we're back to fact shaping. You can say cheaper. Or you can say affordably. Affordably is a better term because we aren't doing things cheaper. We're doing them affordably, right. but there's nothing cheap. Like, we employ yeah. experts. Like we go Cheap to...
1: implies that you're not doing a great job. Well,
0: cheap implies, like, hey, this might break in five minutes right. or something like that. So, you know, like, remember, it's back to the benefits. So what's the benefit of what your company does? Right. Um, you know? And like, I... my
1: tagline is small business focused, big business results. It's That's what we do. Words.
0: No, is it's not it? as three. It? It's it? six. Sorry. Is
1: it? Yeah, small business I'm just focus.
0: giving you a hard time. So tagline. Jeez. Well, we talked about this next one. So, tagline is—is is that a lure or a sweet spot? Because I'm colorblind on your list. It's
1: term. a sweet. It's a lure. Okay. It's
0: not a sweet spot. You don't usually it. find people in your tagline. I'm just giving you heart. I
1: know you hard, are. Hard, hard I'm time. sorry.
0: So you said it wouldn't print green, but this fish up here at the top is I know. Green. I, so don't, now, I don't know
1: what happened now, to my pretty color coding. I don't know
0: what we're gonna do about this. I know you're
1: gonna have to kick me we out. You might
0: have to shut the episode off. Yeah. <laughs> so, all right. So we had taglines and all this stuff, and we're not gonna spend too much time on this next one, we is, already talked about, which it. is business cards. Yeah. We talked about look, just have some. All right, I'll give you a couple tips. I have a box of business cards in my car. Okay. So do I. I just keep them in my car. Yeah. Like I and you know the thing is, because I get to I get to places and I'm like, oh. I don't have them, but I do. Right. Um, it's really easy when you go places and you network with people, Hand them. don't make them ask. Right. You'll stand in front of me for like 15 seconds at any event before I'll, and that's the longest it'll probably take me to hand you my card. That's <laughs> what you important. got them for. That's what you got them
1: for. But I also think really quickly, an important thing to know about <laughs> business cards is that they are the one thing that you can just hand to somebody walking into a room that isn't yep. weird. Like you can't walk in and be like, here's my pen. I'm Jenny. Nice to meet you. That's bizarre, but you can easily hand somebody a business card. So take it kind of seriously. Spend five months on it. You can spend an hour on it.
0: Well, do take it seriously. Like this is actually one where I, I do think you can refine it, but at the same time, don't overthink it. Like, look, it should clearly state what you do. It shouldn't be difficult to figure out how to contact you you know, it doesn't have to be rocket science. No, it Um, doesn't. At the same time too, like if you do take some time to design it, like maybe consider what you're printing it on, like, and then maybe it doesn't matter. It depends. Like some business cards, like you mentioned, the glass company, like they're smart to spend a little more on that because it makes a statement and an image. And then some Mm -hmm. things like, eh, I mean, there's, there's restaurants in Manhattan that don't even have signs because, they don't need it. They don't. People know so where they are. Sometimes that yeah. can be the case too, but you got to figure out where you where you stand in that. Like, do you really stand out? But um,
1: yeah, I mean, it's a good place to stand out if you're trying to do it inexpensively. Yeah, is, is a nice business card. It's easy,
0: just have some.
1: Yeah. just just get it the get the bulk size oh this That'll next
0: one i want to charge right can i charge into this because yeah. like i feel like i I'm, would love it i to like somewhat like on some level you can like almost be angry with people for not understanding who's your target audience we mentioned that earlier but like for real like who are you trying to reach because with some I, all right so when i started gigabook.com I said, man, this is great and it'll appeal to everybody. <laughs> I very quickly realized that was not a benefit. Right. It's too broad.
1: It's not going to help too you broad. sell it either. So, what right. are
0: you looking for? And then you got to continue to refine that and you got to refine it and you got to refine it, you got to refine it, you got to do it again. Mm-hmm. Earlier, you mentioned a company about countertops. Yeah. Look, if my wife is all over me about buying a countertop, I'm probably going to buy a countertop, Jenny. <laughs> Right. It's good targeting, right? I don't really care too much right. about them, but if she's on it, and Jill, if you're listening, I don't want a countertop. <laughs> but that's the, but the target audience, and like, who is that? Right. This is where it's fair to be what some be somewhat unfair. Like we don't like. Oh, we're, we're taught in the modern well, you know, not to put people in the. Hey, you're in this group. It's men, it's women.
1: Right. But I mean, and that's a really thing, broad like, Who's demographic. Your buyer? Yeah. yeah. By the
0: way, the world is collect. the, the megacorps of the world are collecting all your data and watching everything you do for this reason. <laughs>
1: exactly. This is why
0: Siri is at home listening.
1: That's right. It is. Every day. I you know, know. I turned her off. You did? Yeah. My sister did too. I yeah. have mine on cuz I really like being able to talk to her. I don't. And t- and my children can use her for whatever they want. So
0: if use you're her at home for. and you're listening to your series on on your phone, let me see if I can trigger it. Siri, define target audience. <laughs> Do you think that works? I
1: hope so I really hope (laughs) someone Siri
0: just said that if that if it did work will you come tell us on Instagram because I'm going to do that more so
1: one of the things we do with target audience really quickly because this is fun it's a fun exercise that I do with my clients and that is we actually create a customer avatar so we sit in a room mm, and we, and I like that. and so we talk about like, what does this person do? What does she eat or he eat? What do they look like? And we create like the most detailed in-depth target ever, right? Yep. Then we look for that target. And if it's big enough for that'll support our business, then we're there. If not, we take off a couple of details and we, and we get to the right number in the right place. But creating your customer avatar is really, really, really important because you, at least you know.
0: So, all right the world of startups and honestly, and some levels, different types of entrepreneurship, very dude centric, like stats just show it's like 80% guys. Yeah. So I didn't, I did, and I was giving shit earlier about the AB comparison, but I did a little (laughs) Instagram startup hustle ad way more engagement, way cheaper per click, all of it. When I just did the ad towards dudes, but let me tell you why that's because there, it was a it was a more targeted audience that was like specific to the genre that I'm trying to reach right and so with it was that, like more dense right yeah, but so and but that's why it was cheaper because you're paying by the exposure so exactly. like defining your target audience and I was just curious and by the way we were on ad, we did ads for both but I was like huh I wonder what would occur if we just did this and it was cuz by not defining your target audience not only, I mean you're just really kind of you're directing your efforts, your energy, and your money into things that don't likely yield a whole lot. That's right.
1: You're waste. You're truly just
0: wasting it. Well, it's even like kids. Like, I mean, there's like, if you're going to sell something that kids want, well, I mean, that's once again, like I would probably aim that not only at the kids, but also at women.
1: Right, because the women are going to buy it, or at least they're going to be the ones that hear, "Mommy, I want this," or oh, this whatever. What
0: terro- I don't buy my kids anything. <laughs> I do, but I don't. I
1: don't believe you for a second. I,
0: I do, but I don't like because I'm not. I'm not running the household in that regard. I'm right. just an employee. When I, when I get home, I just work there.
1: Yeah, yeah, I get it. I'm just
0: like the guy there. I take that, care like, of I'll all that stuff try- in my yeah, house. Yeah, that, but, that, but that's. I mean, that's like what I mean. That's just the dynamic I'm operating. Gender in. roles. That's right. Okay.
1: You wouldn't believe how many new business owners do not have a list of their services or products. Like I can't, I bet 80% of of the people I've sat down with clients or people that don't end up being my client that I'll say, okay, well, let me see your product list. And they do not have one. It is a mess. Write it down. You can change it later. It is not, you know, stone tablets, you know, it's not carved in stone. Just write down what you think your services are going to be. should be
0: though. If you don't know what your products and services are, and you can't accurately define that. Like, dude, seriously.
1: Well, but let's say let's say you're okay, I'll use cherry, right? I'm let's like say letter- you're a marketing did, agency. Did I have
0: a slightly terrified look on my face a just now cuz like for real, like when I think about that, I'm like, "What are you doing?" Why? What's your offering? Like, what do you do? And why and why isn't that very clear up front? Those things are important. Yeah.
1: For sure. And I, and I think you have to have one. You have got to have a list of what it is you do. And, and it should be really well defined. What is it that you do? And then, sort of, how, to, how are you going to do it? You don't have to publish the how side if you don't want to, but you got to have a list. Um, but let's say you're a, a company that offers like 30 different things. Maybe you're a document solutions company and you offer scanning and you offer shipping and all this Give stuff. Give me
0: like your top five if you're in that case. Like, I mean, not you personally, but like, if that's your, if you have that many offerings, like, what's your core? right and then the rest is like okay and think i want you i want you people to think about the last time you saw a poster for a music festival Mm -hmm. and you see the names on top and they clearly stand out and then there's all the other names they're smaller, <laughs> smaller for a fun. reason people yeah. like especially as you cascade down because they're less important so right. make your main things you like your your 3 to 5 or whatever even if it's just one like stand yeah. out and then by the way we do this other stuff too
1: you can even package that like as yeah. add-ons later yeah. on right so yeah just make sure you've got some idea
0: so a differentiator that's a big thing i um, know and this is hard this is hard like what makes you different like what makes you stand out? You're simply the best, you know, or there are there right. different things like, so like, I, and I've been using full scale as the example here. Like we hire experts, like, it's that simple. Like, I mean, expert developers, like right. we make it fast and easy for you to get in front of them. And by the way, that's tough to do. And that makes it. And so what's the differentiator between us and other companies that sell the, the services? It's honestly, it's me and Matt. Because I can sit here and tell you as an entrepreneur when you're talking to me, I can say, Jenny, look, I've sat in your seat. I know what it's like to wake up at 2 in the morning and wonder if I'm going to go broke, if all the decisions I made were wrong, or if I'm crazy. Yeah. And I've done it. And we, you know, Matt and I took 10, in my case 10, in his case 15 years of experience of doing what our clients want to do or are already doing it. We tore pages out of our own playbook. We did it all right, And then and we, and we sit here all day and talk about it on here on this podcast. And, and you do still do. Understand. Well, that's a differentiator than something that's like, hey, I'm an online marketplace. Right. So here we you We sell are. shirts. Now, what, or you go like, well, I mean, <laughs> so here's the thing. And, and I've used it before. But like Upwork is something that a lot of people will find a programmer on. That's great if you like need one. What happens if things go well and now you need a team? Like you're going to be throwing darts at a world map. And that's where your right. team is. You have no accountability. And like these are the things. So, so, like differentiator, like full scale, like you can build a team of expert developers within days in our office and deploy them. And they are there, like key the word office. They're all there together. Like they can work as a team. You're building something that lasts. You have accountability, like right. access, transparency. Like, that's not the case. With certain other things, so like so there's that's a, a differentiator, differentiator sure. as well, yeah. Sure.
1: And it's really important to know what yours are because I can sit in a room with four hundred marketing people, so
0: right? it's Painful.
1: It is painful.
0: I bet it'd be really loud. Too. It is marketing really people loud. Are like, like, really loud and chatty.
1: That's me too. Like yeah. I'm totally a typical marketer. I
0: well, I've I've learned to tone that down a little bit. It takes it, it takes a level of self control that I rarely have.
1: I don't know if I am ever going to have it. I <laughs> God, but but I have to sit there time. and figure out what makes me different than these other marketers, yeah. you know. So um, it's it's really important and it's hard. I still think about it. I've been in business three years, been in marketing 15. I still think about, hmm.
0: The differentiator, you know, I mentioned my books earlier. So three of them, that's a differentiator. That's why I wrote. So I, I wrote. It definitely sets you apart. I wrote two books at the same time mm-hmm. and they both came out within three months and people kept it. They are like, well, why do you write two books? I literally said, because lots of people have written one. like there was there was intent with that like I mean a lot of people uh, but it's true that's exactly why I did two of them because so many people do one and they never visited and now all of a sudden you look back and like so this next book I have coming out it's a little different it's it's about the music industry I worked in the music industry for eight years I don't have the kind of input that my co-authors have they're like I mean well they're rock stars you well, know, right. well so. I mean, that's fine, but you know, with that, you can continue. You 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 differentiate, 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 differentiate. Right.
1: <laughs> there you go. You got it that time from,
0: from yourself a little bit, and like even the podcast does that for us too. Like you become, for sure you, it you, does. you establish, you can establish yourself as a as a subject matter expert. So we've been talking about marketing right. and branding, but your personal brand is part of it too.
1: Oh yeah. That's
0: always where it starts. For me. We
1: talk about that all the time in yeah. brand definition. Yeah. yeah. Because I mean, like if you're yeah. online screaming at people about politics, then yeah, that is incongruous not. with what your actual brand is of your yeah. business. We got to fix that. We yeah, got to change yeah, yeah. it. It's mm-hmm. hard
0: for some people. I know it is.
1: But we, I mean, we'll go out and like, I'll like take over someone's account and be like I'm going to fix this I you.
0: literally will unfollow you if you are talking I don't care I don't don't care what side of the aisle you're on right in religion or politics like I don't want to hear it I'm not on social media to like get into that with you like do it on your own. there's not- lots
1: of fun things on social media <laughs> yeah and, <laughs> and that's not one of them
0: <laughs> and, you know and some other things too is is as with that same message and we don't have to go back to that is like being combative right take ownership man I mean, it is what it is. Right, right. Okay. No oh, man. This next part's going to freak people out.
1: This is the part that everybody forgets. So everybody knows you need wait, a logo. We, but
0: wait, wait. We came up with this great plan, and we did all this stuff, right. and I got this tackle box. And all my and things my, are I checked off. My, I got my bobbers. I got worms. You <laughs> know, we had the guy that invented the fishing caddy in yesterday. We'll see if this comes out before <laughs> or after. But his like whole business is built around like the tackle box and also having it be a nice seat for you to sit on when you're fishing. Oh. But, yeah, so we got all this stuff together, but... What now what we, do we do i should we go fishing i feel like we should oh cool that's like let's get our hats and our vests and the implementation plan that's right. okay look um this podcast is always about keeping it real um it, all right i am i've done a lot of stuff this is a challenge even for experienced it people is. like yeah. we've talked about that um we we, th- we try to be very open and candid with ourselves and it's easy to get busy and you forget to implement and we've had that we have a pretty small staff here for full-scale us and you know we've uh, talked you know in our meetings we're like god we have a plus ideas and c execution and that sucks that's a crappy feeling so so what's your plan how are you going to implement it and then here's the thing start it just start do something it's going to be painful yeah, I mean, the, the be, first
1: few things you do were always a little bit painful. In it doesn't a always
0: business. have to be though. Like these things are like also about, like they say, if you're going to eat an elephant, you do it one bite at a time. Yeah. Start with the tail, but look, start taking bites. Like, um, yeah. in my book, balance me, I talk about reverse engineering success. Cool. Where you want to be and let's go backwards. Let's figure out all the things that probably need to occur on your way to get this isn't just about business, This is about whatever. Life. So then we got to go backwards, and now all of a sudden the thing is, is I'm making this this like motion of like a pyramid because it fans out. And there's a whole lot of different stuff. Yes, these things aren't all just done like all at once. Like it's about just kind of keeping at it. Right. Am I right? And
1: implementing is scary it can be scary to start with for a smaller business or a new business.
0: Yeah.
1: Um, because we'll you throw, know, th-
0: throw the next piece in there. Cause this in. is a big, this is a big part of implementation. That's
1: right. And we, it's one of the things that we realize like it has to be part of it and it's scheduling. It's connecting all yeah. the dots. Yeah. So you create a plan and you're like, yes, we have this beautiful plan. It's a 30, 60, 90 day plan. And these are the results. We have measurables and everything. Um, but then what do we do and when and where and how? And so we create a, a true calendar that we give to our, clients that sticks up on the wall and um and then they can go through and go oh today we're going to do a content post online about you know this new version of countertop or whatever whoever's you know whatever they're marketing but the schedule helps keep that implementation plan like in place
0: schedules are only good if you stick to them
1: Mm -hmm. they really
0: are it's hard but it is hard too because as a business owner i often compare myself to someone that's spinning plates on the end of poles and yeah. like you sometimes you have to run or fire starts or whatever um a little scheduling tip is leave yourself some room don't book your shit oh, that's like a good solid tip. like wall to wall because things are always going to take a little longer or things go wrong or other things come up so give yourself a little buffer that's um right. don't be afraid to ask for help blah 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 blah, blah.
1: all that stuff i've actually so, told some clients like set aside an hour a day just for a little
0: bit yeah. To do your marketing. You can do it just a little bit, but look, nothing, people are like, but I have so many problems in my business. You know what? Sales cures ails. Yeah. Like you will be shocked at how little you are concerned with when it comes to (laughs) other stuff. If you're selling a ton of stuff.
1: No doubt.
0: I mean, literally. It's all
1: going to figure itself
0: out. Well, if you're selling.
1: If you're selling, right. Right. If you're not selling, it's going
0: to figure itself out in a way that you probably don't want to figure out. That's right. All right. right. So I'm going to do real rapid fire here. Okay. Brand definition, social media and online presence, the web your website, the, the messaging, your blog, your marketing collateral, your logo, your tagline, your business cards, your target audience, your products, your services, having descriptions and differentiators, having a plan, scheduling to do it, and going to cherryredworld.com when you realize that might seem like a little much, because I think your business helps people with that, right?
1: That's right. Yeah. And I do I do um a lot of speaking engagements about the so the marketing tackle box. So yeah, maybe they can find you. Maybe I'll see. You. They, can, they can, yeah, find you. they can find me at events and stuff to so, talk about uh, it.
0: By the way, this is like, so everything we went through theoretically is kind of like 100 level on the surface. That's you right. Do a little bit more. There's a lot more complexity under the layers of each section, but this is a good list. It's, it's a, a great, great place, place, to it's start. A place to start. It's
1: where I start with all people that are overwhelmed, yeah. right? Yep. And then the implementation plan and the schedule, that's where a lot of that more detailed um, marketing falls out. So we you, do mentioned, a lot of that you mentioned
0: the phrase overwhelmed and people are saying I'm feeling overwhelmed with all these things that I need to do. Hey, look, no one does this list that we just mentioned. No one simultaneously puts an X in every single box. Right. Like, it's a checklist, people. Work your way down it. Right. Get started. So once again, Jenny, thank you so much for coming in.
1: You are welcome. Thank you for having me. This was I'm, really
0: fun. I, it goes fast. It does right. go fast. It's almost been an hour. <gasps> oh I my know. gosh. I know. I could talk about this all day. It's that's okay. Why, that's why I tried to keep it moving because I'm like, next thing you know, this would be a <laughs> one, two, three, four. It'd be like a 12 episode. It could be. So it could, I mean, you just keep going and going <laughs> yeah. and going. But I think marketing tips is a great thing to revisit. If you guys want to check us out, you can go to startup hustle podcast on Instagram. Come check us out on youtube. We've got a YouTube channel. if you want to see what we're doing here in the studio and you want to see our lovely faces. I know that mine is made for radio <laughs> but with that we're on we're on we're on youtube now we have we finally caught up and have posted a whole bunch of old episodes oh, cool. They're out there if you want to see what we what we looked like and and get some links to the stuff that we do, stop on by. See you next time.